Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. James, please stop sneezing. <laughs> James, stop fucking sneezing. This is serious. But business going on down here. Welcome back to 30 Flirty and Parishing with me, Miss World <laughs> contestant Sophie Lyons and radio bop Clara Kavna. Hello. You'll realise that I'm the one doing it this week because the two of us are a bit under the weather. <laughs> Recording on a Sunday is either really stupid or really smart. Several people have been like to me, why are you doing that? And I, every time I go, I don't know. Busy schedules. It is, yeah. Um, but we both had a bit of a tough weekend, girlies. We did. Flirty, flirty and perishing. We're discussing what girlies are talking about in WhatsApp groups, bathroom cubicles. Zara Q's I thought was really good last week. Thank you. I thought it was really, really good. Brunch tables. Brunch tables. Park benches. Yes. Um, Pret-a-manger. Ubers. Ubers! Or Bolt. I was just about to say or Bolt. I love Bolt. Yeah, Ubers, give me are, discounts. Ubers are losers. <laughs> they are. They're shite. Sorry. They are. Um, I think let's just plunge right into it. Right. No better way than to, to get rid of a hangover than to plunge into bitching. <laughs> so, so we... Clara, you fucking take it. And you do... Is it your door or your test first? Uh, no, let's start with bitching. Let's start with your test. Oh, do it then, honey. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm fully aware that this is an unpopular opinion. I'm fully aware that people might come for me with those hatchets and the, the, you know, the fire. You know, the witch hunts. Okay. You know, the... the Stakes. The stakes. People might come for me for this. And I'm fully prepared for what, <laughs> how I might perish. But I am absolutely <laughs> sick to death of this marketing campaign of Adele's latest album, 30. Okay. Look, I'm, a, I'm an Adele fan. She's no Beyonce to me, but I can appreciate her. I think her music's great. I'm, I've no doubt, I've listened to a good few songs off the album. I have no doubt it's a great body of work. We all need this like diva in our lives. But it's how she's gone about this album release. I find it really tiring. It seems like it's something that was cooked up in a lab about six months ago by some elite American marketing agency. Every bit of it is so meticulously planned and orchestrated that there's no... Spontaneity. Spontaneity. That's it. There's no harsh to it. It's all overproduced. We went with not only UK Vogue, but US Vogue. Then we have her gig in that stargazing place, which there was the really cheesy proposal. 
uh, and so her, her yeah her album that's about divorce somebody gets there's this surprise proposal where this woman is brought like through a blindfold and then it's like will you marry me poof Adele's in the back and then the fiance now think it's a sit beside Oprah and Lizzo then there's the Oprah interview the Meghan Markle style interview is that going live yet mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of these then there was yeah an audience with Adele I've been trying to find it all week and I can't it's ITV no every time I go to search it it doesn't come up and then I went to one of the girls houses last night and she was like it's on ITV because I was in a bit of a fragile place and I wanted to watch it and whale Um, no I get what you're saying though because it seems like there's no um, room for anything not perfectly scripted Mm -hmm. there's no room for anything um I think it is spontaneity, isn't it? Spontaneity. And what I lo- what why we all fell in love with Adele. Was oh, her- now let's get into this. Yeah, yeah, but it's her realness, it's her I'm vulnerability, raw. her raw, her like unfiltered, unfiltered. And now, now it feels like what they've done is they've taken that about her and made it like a vessel or a vehicle to promote this new campaign, and then it's just completely it's neutralized matching, it. But it's not matching. Exactly. Her authenticity is completely lost it's in being, this. She's being washed. Washed. And that audience with she's Adele... She's being soul washed. That's exactly what's happened. You know, like whitewash. Yeah. <laughs> but with she's this. being soul washed. Yeah, exactly. And the audience with Adele thing, my friend Alex said this, and props to her because I cannot help but not think of it now, is the little Michael Bublé. That's oh, exactly... don't do that. Yeah, me. it was. It was. It was, and like the whole thing of the the two best people in that were obviously Emma Thompson and her amazing Dancy and Alan Carr doing her impression. But I love him. That was like a like a spontaneous moment or a bit of fun or like nobody expected Emma Thompson to be like giving it socks on the in the audience and like going nuts and getting people to stand up. That's what made it special. That's what made it good. But everything else, like sorry, she obviously knew the questions that were coming out. Like who inspired you? Oh my teacher. Oh wow, that was she's very here. X Factor vibes. X Factor, and it was like oh she's here. And obviously her tears were real. Obviously I do think she was actually surprised. That's right. My point is, it's the marketing agency, it's the, people, it's the production, it's the people who are orchestrating it. It's not her. Yeah, and then like getting Alan Carr to come up, that like that bit was hilarious. And like I love Adele. I think she's great, but I just think I'm sick to death of seeing her side profile on every single bus. It's in Sainsbury's. It's everywhere, and this album would have sold amazingly well. It did not need this giant, big transformer machine marketing campaign it didn't need this it would if she should and she says she hates the press she hates says she hates Tory she said uh, no she, you seem like you really fucking enjoy it and you wouldn't have agreed to all this if you didn't enjoy it in some shape or form and you know the way she did this thing with Spotify being like Spotify has changed there but Spotify doesn't automatically now album shuffle. Adele came out and said, no, 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 it should be enjoyed in its sequence, which is 100% true. Albums, Spotify shouldn't do that. Are you trying to tell me that with one tweet, Adele changes Spotify's entire, well, one massive part of its algorithm and usage? That was cooked up in the lab back when they were deciding about which Vogue will we do? That was a hundred percent. That's a PR move. It's very Zoolander-esque. It gets no, no. But what it does is it gets Spotify in the headlines. It brings Adele. That is a full-on partnership. It gets people listening to Adele on Spotify in order. 
It's almost a conspiracy theory. It is. I'm this close to wearing a tinfoil hat about it. <laughs> and changing your full Instagram. You know, their Instagrams. But it is. It's so cooked up in a lab. And I'm pissed off because I the reasons I love Adele are now gone. Because, well, not, they're not gone. Obviously, the album is great. But it, I feel like they're using her authenticity as her one trick pony. And it's sanitized now. They're taking her USP and ruining it. Yeah, they're milking it. I'm sound like it. It's it's being um, eclipsed. Yeah, like she shoots. There's a song in the album called "I Drink Wine." That headline alone should sell millions of albums. I drink uh, wine too. Yeah, I do worry your hangover is making your test <laughs> extremely violent. I'm getting really riled People up. People are listening to this on a Tuesday morning. I know they don't need to hear me. And also, like, sorry if somebody if I had to listen to, we probably should have put a fast forward warning. But if, if I had to listen to somebody rant for, what, five to seven minutes about not liking Beyonce, the release of Beyonce's new album, I would knock down their door and have a personal vendetta against them for probably forevermore. I said something very minor once about Beyonce and I remember you just yeah, shut down. So I fully expect people to give out... I understand what you're saying. Dog. <laughs> Let me have my fucking moment, bitch. <laughs> But I don't... I, no, sorry. If someone no, said this about I Beyonce... I understand, I understand. I would be so pissed off. So fully... Come come at me, I suppose. <laughs> with your spiked clubs. <laughs> and your pits of fire. That was quite emotional. I can feel you heavy breathing. Mine, <laughs> mine is... Um, we went to Bath just there um, for a few days. And... Uh, we there's this thermal spa there mm-hmm. that it's like it's not a hotel it's like are they roman baths or something no there's roman baths and then there's this thermal spa and the thermal okay. spa has like a rooftop hot pool mm, it's cool so we went in and we were horrendously hungover and we were like oh we'll go to like the cafe restaurant part first and i put my card in the robe they give you robe and slipper and flip-flops and I put mine in there and um, we went up and had like a few snacks and then we went to enjoy the facilities. And uh, I was still like towards the end of it, like the top, the rooftop was, it was fab because it's like cold outside and the, there's a lot of warmth. There's too many people in there though. Mm. There's so many people that it's not sexy anymore. Oh. It was like a lot of people in a bowl of soup. <laughs> it's just yeah, like it human gross soup. soup. It was just a lot of people and like everyone's in the rows, but it's not glam enough to be chic i kind of felt like i was i've never been to one but i felt like i was at an aquatic center yeah just a lot of churning of humans (laughs) in and out all robes and then there's swimming gear and then like a lot of kind of couples and like if i was in a couple i'd be like get me out of here there's two people in here Mm. do you know what i mean anyway so we went in there and i had my card and my robe and then there's like um, a sauna, there's an ice room, like there's all these things. Good for a hangover. That's probably made you feel better. It was, but, but towards the end of it, I was like, I need to get out of here. And the boys went into the last pool and I just sat on the side on a bed, lying there being like, oh. And I was, there was too many people for me to close my eyes. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so then you give your row back and all that. And then we waddle off to lunch. And then I realized I left my card and my robe. And I'm not great with my cards anyway. Like, I don't. I lose them You're a bit. You're a bit willy-nilly. Yeah, I lose them a bit on nights out and stuff. But then I got a call yesterday morning when we were leaving. And it was, like, Cork. Like, County Cork. 
and I was like who is calling from County Cork on a Saturday on a Saturday morning and like not in a great place <laughs> don't and I was like I was like we were checking out and I was like who is that and the boys are like oh don't answer it they're they like I'll call back and they called three times and I was like okay hello Apple in Cork just want to make sure this is you a thousand and twenty seven pounds have been put on Apple store is that you and I was like, no. And they're like, oh, right. Okay, we just want to make sure that it wasn't you. Some girly from the spa took out my card from my delicate robe and went and bought themselves a new, like, Mac laptop. I know. Oh, my God. Did the money come out of your account? I'm still unsure. I wasn't in a state yesterday to figure it out. Like, I Did called you check them. your bank off? I called them and I was like, there's an issue here. The bank. And they, I think they froze it or something. But, like, someone's gone and gotten themselves a new laptop that was, like, walking around Bath. Like, they probably had lunch next to me. Like, Bath isn't that big. Oh, my God. Mm. Or they probably were, what if they were, like, watching you? It was like, oh, is she going to sleep on that lounger? I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they saw me KO'd on that lounger. It's like prime and they target. Were like, that girl isn't going to remember her cards in there. And she looks a bit <laughs> away with the fairies. And they were right. That is crazy. I know. A thousand and something. I know. Oh and what they God. do is they test it first in a shop. They'll tap it. So they put 20 on in like Sainsbury's to make sure it's working. That's what they do. I know that. And then they make a big purchase. Apparently there's actually rings of people in Soho and they prey on people in specific bars of like tapping cards and putting no. in pins and then they take it and they always go to Apple. Give like Hewlett Packard. <laughs> <laughs> what about Dell? What about Lenovo? <laughs> anyway, that's my oh, test. That's so shy. People scamming me. Being scammed. I once, my bag was robbed on a night out in New York and um, they took, they went basically, AIB rang me the next day and were like, there was a treasure trail because at this point, there was a few years ago, you could only tap a certain amount. Yeah, wasn't it like 45? Yeah, so I could see, uh, they were like, they having were, the best time. Made me run by the, <laughs> the these virgins with you and you say yes or no and I was like I know they're all not me and she was like but we have to go through them and it literally was like drinks here drinks there taxi here taxi there and I was like it looks like they have a great night and the woman was like yeah it did seem fun I suppose they didn't get it did you see they're in Brooklyn as well (laughs) I on my dime on my dollar I went to um I went out a few the girls came over here a few years ago and we went out and someone took my card and phone and I noticed it that night, but because they were visiting, I couldn't make a huge, big song and dance about my oh. phone just being stolen. And I woke up the next day and like, I was still plastered. And I went into the bank at like, it must have been like 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning. And like, I still had my makeup on and like one eye open and I was like, I've been scammed. <laughs> <laughs> or- and they were like, okay. And they took out the thing being like, we just have to go through like, what was you? And then they were like, was it worth it to me? Sorry, how dare you Because I could me? barely even speak. They were like, was it worth it? The guy. I know. Sexist pig. Anyway, let's move on to the doors. Let's change the tune. Um, my Shador was, we went to my, I think she's probably my favourite pop star. We went to see Gabrielle in Bath. Oh, and just like the mix of people going to a Gabrielle concert is something that should be bottled up and sold 
in a street mm. fair. Like, because <laughs> she's been famous for so long. So you're getting the old fans, the new fans. Literally, but everyone has a common goal and they just want to sing out of reach, dream, yeah. sunshine. Like that, that's all they want to do. And it was sitting. Yeah. And like you could stand up or sit down. So it was really nice. And then everyone there. There was something something so pure about it. (laughs) And she sounds like the exact same. Wow. She sounds better than the record. Wow. No joke. No joke. And she wore exactly what I wanted her to wear. She wore like black, like flared pants, a black top and a feather (gasps) shoulder accessory. Oh. And then her signature bop. Yeah. (laughs) Eye mask. Um, yeah and like it I was, patch, sorry sure and it was like it went into it penetrated myself oh yeah your Instagram you looked like it had, you had a great time oh, it's actually making me want to cry now like it was amazing oh what was her encore what was she finished with um, she finished with was it Dreams and Someone Out of saying, Reach oh afterwards we were talking about like weddings I don't know what we were talking about and then I had this thought like I don't want like a big formal wedding mm. like your standard ones which I think are amazing but that's just so not my style mm-hmm. what if you put all your cash into Gabrielle like uh-huh. she definitely does weddings oh she definitely does I'd say a load of them do private gigs but imagine just being like oh come over to the oh, house the house the gaff and Gabrielle was there yeah well your future husband's definitely listening and he's like okay no do you think <laughs> I know hi there hi Keith Hi Keith, hola. <laughs> I'm just joking. Keith, I heard you're quite sexy. No, I'm just joking. Sorry, just joking. Um, sorry. What's your tour? My tour is so my best friend Jess gave me a podcast recommendation. Is it your own? Yeah, <laughs> it's called Dirty Fairy. No, it's our favorite movie is Titanic. Wow. Uh, I know I could literally recite it word for word. If we had three hours and 12 minutes, I would be able to perform the entire film. I want to thank you for what you did. I don't want you to see that boy again. Yes. I put the, put the necklace and the coat on. Put the coat on her! <laughs> you were the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh. You want to have angels flying out of the arse and get a nice hair? <laughs> America. <laughs> you think you're big tough men let's see you do this you think you're big strong that moment when she rises up on her trotters oh is akin to you hailing down a woman taxi cab yeah, it is when she goes you think you're big tough men and her feet let's see you do this and then just like jesus mary and joseph but it's also not that impressive she stood on her big toe. Did she though? I didn't see her full bod. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, I think the movie is perceiving. James Cameron. James Cameron wants He's us supposed to. to be an absolute looper. So they talk about that in the podcast. Sorry, the podcast is Sentimental Garbage. We listen to the Sentimental oh! in the City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Caroline Donahue and then she has a guest I on. I loved. Sentimental in the City is so good. That was one of the best things I've ever listened to. Yeah, ever, yeah. So ever. it's Dolly Olsen and Carolina Dunhu doing, what is it, maybe six episodes going through every but single season. But then I think season. they did, the last two were part one and part two, weren't mm, they? Or like the movies was another episode. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Cats are bullshit. <laughs> oh, what's the thing about a jazz bar? Aren't Can these, no, aren't these cats amazing? <laughs> <laughs> it's just out of context, so weird. 
So it's a great podcast, but they've done it. The most recent episode is on Titanic. So they go through the whole film. The two girls are crying throughout and all the bits of the movie that they cry at. Well, it's the most emotional thing. Oh, and the, so they talk about this. So there's a few theories. I won't give away too much, but right. But there's a theory in it that Jack is the damsel and Rose is the hero because Jack stays the same the whole way through the film. He's just Jack being his like charming Jack self. But Rose is the person who starts suicidal, who's in this, trapped in this world. She's remembered their meat cute as her trying to jump off the plane or <laughs> jump off the boat. And then the more death becomes certain, i.e. the iceberg, the more she fights to live. And she grows as a person. Like she, So she's the one with the but axe she, in her hand trying to find him. She's the one risking her life to go get him. She's the one who's going to abandon her life with Cal. She's putting the nudie sketch into the with the heart of the ocean into the safe. She's decided to leave him and abandon her life of rich frivolousness to go and live with him. But she needed to grow. She needed to grow. And Jack is the vessel she needed to grow because she went on she had a lovely happy life she became an actress she did all this amazing things she went as jack Daw- or uh, rose dawson but he was iconic from the start he was and they do say like it was ruined for a very good film it was somewhat ruined by it being like a girly film that everyone just like fancy jack basically whereas like the actual real like merits of the film are lost and one thing you know the way there's this whole debate the door no they don't even go into that it's just jack that had to die that, that- but Jack had to die. Jack couldn't have survived in order yes, for, could. for Rose to have growth. shared that door with him and they could have semi perished together and be found together. No, they she, say. That, she knew what she was doing. She, yeah, but in this podcast, they don't go into it because they're like, it's just Jack, Jack whatever way Jack was going to die, he had to die. And she let go of him as well. At least well, he held on to That was the most ice cold thing I've ever seen. No. She got onto the door herself and half of them could have fit on it. Yeah, he could have been. No, but I think the point of the film is, though, like, Jack had to die. It just didn't matter how he was going to die. Yes, the door closed. Of course he died and fucking Rose lived, like. Yeah, but she's the story arc. It's actually kind of like a feminist film. It's nothing. So it's really, the fact is very interesting. I'm going to listen to it. It talks more about her growth as a human than it does more about, so it is kind of a love story, but it's actually, yeah. But um, it's amazing. And Oh, yeah, top tip, right? If you just want to enjoy a hour and a half drama comedy. Cut it off when before the iceberg. I've said this for years. Me too. I go, if you stop it. Yeah, it's a great film. Right when you're looking at those two guys up in the thing. Yeah. And they're just chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn it off, girls. And you have the best film. story. Yeah. There's no water. There's no ice. There's no they make it to America. Mm-hmm. And then they live their life. Yeah, and there's a happy ending. I always do that. Because then sometimes you don't really have three hours to commit to. Also, I remember watching it as a child. Like, the flooding and stuff is harrowing. I know. It's awful. And then, like, the musicians and stuff. Still playing. And they're like, come on, lads. And you're like, oh. Like, go out as we started. And, like, they say it, they the boats, it only took two hours for that boat to sink. It's actually giving me a panic attack. Isn't that crazy? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yes, yeah, speaking of epic romances, do you have any date updates for me? Now we have the hottie. We had your date on, we had Mr. Tuesday. Mr. Tuesday was a gent. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who texted. I, I texted about himself. Yeah, yeah And yeah. I can clarify that he didn't receive the text. So you didn't get ambushed? No, because you tell me I, I might. <laughs> He's gone about everything the right way. He's ticking all the boxes. On paper. On paper. Mm. He's a vibe. Yeah. Like, really nice restaurant. Like, paid for the bill and I was in the bathroom, which I think is like... <gasps> Classy move, Mr. Like, Tuesday. literally like the sexiest thing. Oh, to that's come funny. back and then be like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I think that's so... Yeah. Oh, like, I think that's gorgeous. He's not my epic soulmate. Was there a convo... Was the conversation good? Was there a spark? Yeah. You know when you go on a date and, like, you want to be kind of, like, jittery? Mm. Like, that's when you're excited on the date. It's when you're kind of, like, you don't even... Giddy and You kind of forget your drinks in front of you. Yeah. And you're, like, you, you wouldn't want food. Like, that kind of stuff. Right. I didn't have any of that. Like, even was, when I was chatting to him, I was so relaxed. But hang on, that's not a, that's a good sign. I just, you know, when you fancy someone, you're like... Right. You know, you're, you're kind of bubbling. Like, yeah, I didn't have any of that. It was, you, it was a nice date, though. And it was a late one? Kind of, yeah. Like, it wasn't ideal on a Tuesday. But, like, that's a good sign. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Was there a smidge? Yeah. <laughs> Still no spark. <laughs> <laughs> and is he texting you now? What's the... Yeah, ask me on another date. I don't know if I'm going to go. But sorry, he did at the table go, oh, and you have a podcast. <gasps> and I felt, I felt. So you'd obviously creeped on you on Instagram. He doesn't know my second name. I'm assuming. How do you know my second name? Then how does he know you have a podcast? I don't know. Because there was three of us there the night we met him. So I'm like, one of us said it. But when he oh, said that, I was like, I've gone and said, I've accidentally messaged him on my podcast. And then he's out there and goes, oh, really? oh, so you have a podcast. So you're like, incoming ambush, incoming. So I was actually like, oh my. And he was like, what's it about? And I was like, I don't even want to talk about this. Like in my head. I was like, I can't. I don't want to talk about this. Like ever. Oh, and I messaged James being like, he knows about the podcast. Like, is this my life now? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I just really didn't like it. I was like, oh, it's just girly stuff. I just said it's just girly stuff. Yeah, that's fine. And that's so not what we are. Yeah, we are way much more than We that. are more than girlies. Yeah, we are lads, lads, We're... lads. <laughs> Hi, lads. Um, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, oh, I don't even know if I want to go on the second day, to be honest. Mm. Which isn't a great sign. I always, though, think that if you kind of like the person, you should always give it a second date because people are generally a bit more relaxed on the second date. I'm going to go on it, but oh, I have so many kind of little things that but, I'm like, I don't. like. Mm. I went on a date with this one guy and he, the first time, we went to the theatre and then was that well, his idea yeah went to see the, the importance of being earnest it was in the gate in the Dublin and the person came out and was like okay there will be three intervals it was like basically four hours long it was so long that's like going to the oh. cinema on the first day you don't it was, do that yeah it was really bad and he was wearing like those uh, beige chinos with a blazer with elbow patches 
Okay, and like we got on great, but it was a bit like oh, I'm not so sure. Was he from like the 1950s? <laughs> you know, he's actually well, he was a bit a little uh, bit. Let's get you a play, and I wear my patches. Yeah, and then he. Anyway, I was a bit unsure about it and the girl's like, look, go on another date. Just give it a second go. The second date, he shows up in these gorgeous jeans, like a dark denim, with a white t-shirt and he was covered in tattoos. <laughs> it was like going on a date with another person. That's really hot. So at day two, I was like, whoa, this was like being with a completely different person. He was just in his like theatre buzz. Oh my God, he was in his theatre clobber. Yeah. Now, the story did not have a happy ending because he basically had a secret child he never told me about and then ghosted me. But look, that's the point. I'm, <laughs> the point I'm trying to say is it's the second date real. No, I'm going to go. But like, <sighs> but you never know. He could have been like nervous. Or oh, like, no, no. He was very nervous. Oh, and I know. Sorry, that's awful. He was really nervous. I could tell. You know, when someone just thinks they're kind of crazy. Kooky. <laughs> no, crazy is in like loose. Right. You know, the craziest of loose people for like sashing and stuff. They right. don't describe themselves as that. It's when you say you're that thing, it's you're when not. You, exactly. It's like, I'm really cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, or I'm really smart. Like, yeah. The only time, one time that is true is like, yeah, I'm such a mess. It's like, yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. When you're like, oh, I'm a disaster. Yes. And you're like, that's fair. But it's when you're trying to go up, when you're going down. Yes. Yeah. You generally are. When that. you're like, I'm a slob. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Yeah, he was just kind of saying stuff and I was just like, Oof, your stories are like, <laughs> they're not crazy. I was telling boys, I was just like, Oof, I just, yeah. I'll go on the second date, but I just know I couldn't be with someone who thinks they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so loose. And I was like, I know if I went really. on a night out with you. Did you know? Yeah. It- um, But really generous, like nice guy. Mm-hmm. And like has done it all correct. Like he's, the way he acts is like the way girls want guys to act okay like get your number ask you on a date book the restaurant like just mm. be assertive yeah um which good dating of, etiquette yeah which like he's he's a gent like mm. which a lot of guys just they're just so unassertive yeah um what's oh, so annoying yeah i just don't have any time for it either i'm like please don't talk to me if you don't have some sort of plan mm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. after a certain point i'm like we need to stop talking because i like, this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. So, I'm into that. Two date real. My auntie says three dates, but I think two is fine. You'll know after the second date. I know someone who leaves after one drink if they're not into it. I've heard of that. And I think that's kind of leans into the London impatient. Like, don't waste my time. Oh, one seriously. Drink, being like, I have an appointment. Yeah. I think one drink is a bit harsh because, like, that's 20 minutes, maybe half an hour. One drink as well if you're on a date, like... You need one or two to loosen up. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So, mm. I think that's a bit much, personally. But, I mean... But then, like... Although he really... is a guy. Oh my god, imagine going on a date with a guy and after 20 minutes he's like, I've got an appointment. I'd call... I'd immediately start crying. I'd call my GP and be like, I need to come in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. you're getting all dolled up to go to go on a date and then after 30 minutes he's like... Because the other night I was getting ready and smart. I was like, I wasn't excited for it because I had a really long day in work. And then I was like, God, can you imagine I got there and he just stood me up. Like that's never come into yeah, my yeah, head. Yeah. But like I've gone and gotten dressed here. Yeah, the effort. And now to take off my makeup and all that stuff. Yeah, and I was wearing leather. Oof. Ah. Saucy. I know. And what about the hottie? Pen pal. I know. Uh, is it much texting? It was. But then I was just like, I'm not. He needs to suggest the date. You need the attributes of Mr. Tuesday. I need Mr. Tuesday in the hottie's 
body and banter. Yeah, but like, I don't want another pen pal. Pal. Oh, seriously. I don't have the energy that I don't know. Like, you know, WhatsApp's hard. Like, WhatsApp's hard to keep mm. up with. It's exhausting. Yeah. And, and I also think like, so you guys met last week, right? And then, as my mum says, the day of the wedding is the day of the dancing. And if you don't, you'll lose. Strike. The, that yeah. is. You lose the momentum. That's really profound. The day of the dancing. No, the day of the wedding is the day of the dancing. Yeah, just strike while the iron is hot. Yeah. Which Mr. Tuesday did. Exactly. He's yeah. day of the wedding, day of the dancing. Mr. Hottie isn't. Mr. Hottie's so hot though. But like what? I'm... Although Mr. Hottie actually has gotten really mixed reviews. Like the people who were there that night were like, you like him? Oh. And they were like, absolutely not. Can you get me the visual? You didn't get it for the last time. Because um, it doesn't look. What about his Instagram? I, I don't even want to go near his Instagram, oh, to be okay. honest. I actually haven't saved his hottie. Yeah, just show me his... This isn't what he looks like. It's not what he looks like. I just like. need a sense. The, I swear to God, he doesn't look like that. Oh, he looks kind of familiar. Is that... <laughs> no, sorry. I thought that was my friend's husband. It probably is. They're Irish. They're from Dublin. No, no my friend's husband has a bit of a bigger head. <laughs> he looks kind of familiar. I'd say you probably met him. What's his name? Um... I know him. I know him. What's wrong with him? He is a hottie. I, <laughs> ah, yes! I know him. He's friends. Does he live here? Yes. So now I've, I'd say I've met him once or twice on the set, but he, uh, friends of mine, he's a really good friend of friends of mine. Oh, he's online. He's so hot. That's such a pen pal. What's or do you think him? he's just really, bu- I, I know nothing about him. Do you think he's just really busy and then he's kind of waiting? I'm bu- I'm busy. No, I'm busy. I'm not. <laughs> We're recording on a Sunday. I'm busy. No, seriously. I'm busy. Yeah, but, but why did... So the beginning of the conversations, you're all talking about dates and then now it's... I don't think he's shy, do you? No. Maybe I'll ask him later. Like, what about this date? I think you can make a joke out of it. Oh, he's hot. He, yeah, he, I remember seeing him on a session being like, hello. So moving on from, or almost actually moving back to the epic romance, I have just thought of how that feeds into our theme and like reflects what we're talking about. Because mm-hmm. we said we were going to talk about like book smart and street smart, that, yeah. that, that kind of thing. Because I think like... Types of intelligence. Yeah. Because I think you're exposed to a lot of it in London. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like Jack and Rose are the perfect examples of... He's street smart mm-hmm. and she's book smart. And a lot of their conversations and debates are around both are very smart in their own fields and teach like, each other a lot about each other's swapping, world. They're swapping knowledge yeah. because they're, they're deficit in, in the... They're perfect opposites. They're yin and yangs. Yeah, because they do have a deficit in the other side of intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I think like we were saying, like obviously we went to the same school. Mm-hmm. And... The book smart people definitely had a leg up. They skyrocketed. And I, I think with book smart, right, there's more value placed on your intelligence when you're in school because... Oh, you're the prize pig. You are. You're like... Yeah, because... Like they're manicuring your hooves. Yeah. They're trimming your hair. They are curling your tail. They are the prize pigs. And it always annoyed me because I was like... This is bogus. Because there's no other way to reward the people who are more street smart. But I don't even think it's like street... Like, I think there's more than just book smart and street smart. Like, there's common sense. Yeah. Then there's, like, emotional intelligence. Emo smart. The emo bop. 
but like there's all these different ones and the prize pigs were just the ones who had a photographic memory <laughs> <laughs> and like then it would come to awards and like i can still remember the people in every year in our school who would get them like mm. i still remember them yeah because same. it was the same people all the time the Diligence Awards. Do you remember the Diligence Awards? Oh God, yeah. And like, they were, I can't ex- describe them any more than a prize pick. Yeah, yeah. They never get given out to. No. The teachers wouldn't even pick on them being like, what's the answer to that? Like, nothing. No. But now I think, many moons on from leaving school and people's relative levels of success, it's not just the book smart people that became young, rich billionaires. But like, you know, the street smart people catch up in other ways or find success. I think they actually thrive more. Mm. Because they weren't given... They didn't get that in school. Like, I think if you... Not that you're going to coast, sorry, that's not true. But I think they actually probably thrive more. Because once you get out into actually working and The stuff, real world. You have to have something else. Hop on. Common sense. Exactly. To Graft. get anywhere. Like, the leaving cert. Imagine oh. we based our entire intelligence on the leaving cert. It's just a learning off exam. I honestly still think about it. I'm like, that was so stupid. Because you know, last year they did it up based on, I think you did um, continuous assessment. Mm. That's what but it like, should be. But like the leaving cert traumatized a lot of people. Mm, it's awful. Like it traumatized me for sure. A hundred percent. Like I couldn't deal with it. But it's a whole year of stress. And it's it only gets worse. Years of stress. But then it only gets worse the closer you get to it. No, fifth year was the golden year. Fifth year was... You were too... It was too early for the re- leaving her responsibility, but it was oh, also... I know people who were studying in fifth year. But it's also, like, you're drinking, you're going out. Yeah. You're 17, so you're like, this is all it's very new. sexy. It's very sexy. Meeting up at lad schools, but then you don't have the ominent, dark cloud, grim reaper of the leaving search at your doorstep. Oh, just, it actually makes me so feel sick. Late. I was so traumatised doing my leaving cert mm. that you were like, you could wear whatever you wanted in. I still wore the school uniform. <laughs> my brain can't go anywhere else. I couldn't bear it. Mm. Like, it was so stressful and traumatising. I was still, I think I wasn't right for like a year after. I know. And then you're just like thrust into college. But no, the leaving cert, it's just so stressful. And you're just, it's also one after the other. Like, what does it start with? English, maths and Irish. I had the worst timetable. Oh. The worst yeah. Which obviously doesn't help matters. Which it starts with English paper too, doesn't it? Because it makes me feel sick thinking about it. I don't remember, even want to give it any air. Maybe, maybe remember how sore your hand would be. But I think when you go into college, then like it's like you know you do presentations and stuff, and maybe mm. that's when you're more not emotional intelligence, but your other sort of attributes or skills as a your other skills come into play, and then you can thrive in that way. But I think then once you leave university, that's kind of when you're intelligence intelligence kicks in yeah your test to yeah. the real world because i think you can have your head in a book there's no, like sorry i'm i'm also saying the book smart thing out of utter jealousy i wish intelligence came to me more i had to really work hard for the grades i got or the not even the grades i got but like to get anywhere kind of a possible level that's because i couldn't it was also abstract mm. you know in biology when they were talking about like the nucleus <laughs> And I was like, so abstract. I was like, I can't see the nucleus. Like, where is it? Like, if I couldn't see it, mm. it didn't make sense to me. So that's why I liked business because it made sense. Yeah, but I like, love biology. Business. Biology, forget it. About flowers having sex. <laughs> well, yeah. About the moving pollen, and I was like, but they're not having sex. And then it was like asexual reproduction, and like that's a whole other story. 
Because asexuality is like, people talk about it now, but we were talking about plants having sex. And everyone's like, yeah, sounds good. And I was like, but we can't see anything. Like, at least when they brought the hearts in yeah. and you were dissecting, that's more my type of learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn by doing. Our teacher put them in the freezer over the weekend because we were supposed to do them on a Thursday or something. And then, I don't know, something happened where we couldn't do it. She put 15 hearts in the freezer and then came up and she, was, she came in and she was like, girl, I'm after microwaving the hearts because they were all frozen in the freezer. She's from the north. She's like, I'm after microwaving your hearts so you better do this right, girls. And we had one glove Imagine. each. One glove each. <laughs> You'd swear we were in an underdeveloped country. The way, the amenities. For the fees we were paying. But, wait, 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 I had one glove and a semi-defrosted heart. But why? And one scalpel. What? Why did she Girls, use... you're gonna have to have one glove each because there's not enough. But why didn't why what microwave did she use? Imagine the staff the room. The staff room. <laughs> Can you imagine going to have your lunch? You're calling in Sully chicken and veg soup. The smell alone. I remember going in and like I didn't like meat at that time anyway. And I remember being like, the scent in here is enough to for someone to pass out. Microwaving your heart <laughs> in the staff room. Can you imagine the other teachers being like, you bitch? And it was like she had done us a favour by microwaving them. <laughs> it was bogus. Oh my God. It was bogus. Yeah. Like the only time I would shine in school would be like the school play era. Oh, you were great in the plays. And like the attention I got for that week or two was like enough to feed me. But like, mm. that's not fair. <laughs> I, I, there's no leaving cert for drama. There's no leaving cert for <laughs> divaness. <laughs> for the sassy queen. Do you know what I mean? Were you in with any of my so- sister? So That's where Sophie and I met. Yes. Yeah. That's so, literally where Sophie and I met. I think we were both priests. Caveat in our school, we played men. <laughs> so was- That's also traumatizing. They would never make a book smart person be a guy in a play. They know that's But so- do you know what I mean? Like they would do it to me because they were like, oh, she can handle it. <laughs> and like, that's not fair. Like we got tested a lot more. We did. Which only makes you smarter, I guess. But was, um, Sophie was the sultan one year. Was it in Aladdin? I wasn't in Aladdin. I think I was, that was my junior cert year. Oh, uh, your sister was the dad in Finger Tebe. on the Roof. Raving reviews. <laughs> she was brilliant. The fame she got from that yeah. was fame for me. Because I'd go in <laughs> and people would be like, your sister was amazing. And it was as if it was me. And I was like, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a raging success. Yeah. That's the only time we really got attention. Yeah, I was more, I was on the basketball team, so. So was I. But we won the All-Ireland a few times, do you know? Do you remember? I was on the team with Susie Doyle and Lorenzo Cofano. Oh, oh no. shout out to the girlies. Yeah, so like, of course I was on a great team. Do you remember when we went there and they did a halftime show? I think this would have been earlier. With the Space Jam song? Space Jam. Yes. They performed it at my All-Ireland final. Were you in the All-Ireland final? Yeah. I was that was like one one. an episode of One Tree Hill. The the Space Jam era, they had like a, tr- a girl performing on a trampoline. Yeah, yeah. No, but they repeated the Space Jam. I remember it's your we were... dance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. <laughs> All right. I remember doing the, the figure of eight as if it was pole vaulting. <laughs> so and did like, you perform at my halftime show? Yeah, or the tipping, this thing, the tipping. <laughs> and it felt like you were doing like Juilliard moves. No, and so they're like and figure of eight and you're like here it comes <laughs> so basically Literally putting the ball between your legs <laughs> so basically <laughs> the half jump show was 
random girls from the school. I don't know how they put you. Maybe you had audition to do it. But then there was some big massive dance routine to Space Jam, and you performed all your different basketball skills. They're not skills. They're like warm ups. But then, as a team, we used to go to. loads of games around the country like there was one down in Skibbereen like you'd be travelling ages I didn't realise you were kind of part of the like One Tree Hill vibe yeah we were the like the second the, there was obviously the iconic One Tree Hill team but then we were the ones that came after and then oh, they, I love that they, they did um Oh yeah, so we had we would bring our own like big speaker down and we would do our warm ups to Space Jam, even though there was like what four people watching us. <laughs> like the random people. Because it people. is quite intense. Yeah, and we'd warm up to Space Jam on repeat and like Were you all really like get your head in the game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like high school musical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was one time we were in like at halftime of the, the final that we actually won. And I we were doing really well, but it wasn't like say we could have been like 10 points up so we weren't exactly winning by loads and the other team were really good and the coach was like no no keep it up blah 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 like we're doing great don't worry about it and then I was like no we're not <laughs> I was like we can't we have to just keep pushing keep pushing I was like yeah, yeah oh my god stop it's such lads it's so it? it's like no no we cannot think we have this in the bag we did it the last but time but I think that's really hot when people play like rugby and stuff and like <laughs> not girls sorry um, it's fine. But when guys get angry when they're playing a sport, I think yeah. that is mm. sexy. <laughs> yeah. When they think it's like life or death. Because it's so passionate. Like, there's something so, so beautiful about being so passionate. There is. I think it's There really is. There's a beauty in it, even though you're running around. and Yeah. But I think, like, school, like, I was semi-books. No, I was like semi-books. I think I was just, like, middle of the road. But definitely not book smart. Definitely not. I don't think I'm street smart at all. I'm far too gullible. So I think if I have anything, maybe I'm emo smart. But yeah, I think I'm... I think I'm a hybrid. Yeah. Like I am business book smart. Yeah. And then I have common sense. I do have common sense. You have common sense. And I think I'm emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. Maybe just a lovely hybrid. But yeah, no, definitely not. um, Yeah, I'm not book smart. Do you know what um, our old principal said to me once? To my parents, actually. I had a parent teach me. You can hear Clara before you can see her. <laughs> and so she used to shout at me in the corridor being like, Hello, Clara! And I'm like, Hello! Obviously, there's ways that you can be clever. But there's also ways that you can be extremely, extremely dumb and stupid. <laughs> me, for example, poor ejemplo. I have an inability to read aloud. I've had to read a lot of children's books recently. Like I was babysitting last night and I had to read them stories. And when a five-year-old is correcting you. I think usually though, if it's out loud, I think there's a past, unless you're dyslexic or something. Oh, absolutely not. But that's what I mean. I think that's probably a past trauma or something. Yeah, and I just worry when the parents come in and out of the room and what's going through their heads? Can Clara read? But there's something that's happened to you where you're not comfortable reading out loud. Because if you're fine with reading in your head. I can read in my head, no problem. I also, though, like, you know, when you're kind of growing up and people put these, like, um, these values on certain things, being like, oh, well, they did this, they're smart. And they went there, so they're smart. Mm. That still annoys me. <laughs> like, the whole kind of Trinity UCD thing. Oh, yeah. Like, that is, like, I would never think that's a thing. Mm-hmm. But I know people do think that's a thing. They do. Like, or even where you do your masters or like, oh, you went to Galway. 
Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. That still exists very much like 10 years later. It doesn't actually matter what you studied or how well you did. No, they're like, but you went to X. Yeah. And I think that's so... From a college branding point of view, they need some new marketing. They need Adele's marketing. (laughs) They need a new marketing, Bob. They do. Because like, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's more like the reputation. Yeah, there's all these perceptions about stuff, I think specifically in Dublin. Yeah. Or Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think you get that as much in London, which is no, quite nice. Yeah, there's way more options, so there's yeah. no time to be no. ranking things. No, because even like the people that you work with here, like you're exposed to a lot more people, like obviously in meetings and stuff, you can see mm. the different types of intelligence. And like the people you work with, you can kind of figure out what way they think pretty quickly because you're with them for so long. You're with work people so long, aren't you? You're with work people like a huge percentage of your day. I stayed in a job two years too long because I loved the people so much. We had the best times. But you know what that is? That's emotional intelligence. (laughs) Yeah, you're not thinking long term. You're not not thinking thinking about my career. You're not thinking book smart being like, what's this? What's this? What's the fast track to buying a house? Exactly. No, you're being like, what's the fast track to having crack? To the pub. And I think I would probably do that. (laughs) We used to have um, Craig David's dance parties and we used to go to this local, but no one would go out the back. And we were always out the back listening to both Spice Girls or Craig David and just be, people would come out, see us and then just turn around because we like, there'd be different people at different points, dancing on the tables, dancing on the chairs, being like, can you fill me in? But I think that was a really smart move. Thank you. You can't get that time back. No. Oh, we had a good few work nights out then. That was so good. I like, over the last few years, I things stick out to me that I said, I get words mixed up. Or like, I get names mixed up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get words mixed up. And like, you know, like phrases and all that kind of stuff. If they don't oh, click yeah. initially, they're never going to click. Mm. So people's names, if it doesn't click initially, oh. I won't remember restaurant same thing anything with a name doesn't click like you know little fires everywhere that tv program Mm. i couldn't grasp it i was like house of horrors fire this fiery something like a fireman i couldn't and i've had a few things over the years that still stand out to me i when we were in like third year in school we were in the science classroom and i think we were just about to start class and you know here on your ears cut your tragus yeah. Teachers in the room, we're all getting ready and we're all just chatting. I'm 14 or 15. And we were talking about piercings. And I was like, oh yeah, I really want to get my clitoris pierced. <laughs> <laughs> and no one my age copped. But I know to this day she heard. And she's a science teacher. She knows. I really want to get my clitoris pierced. <laughs> And I remember then, like, a while later, like, I think a few months down the line, being like, I said that in front of the biology teacher. I really want to get my clitoris pierced. Mortified. Oh, that is so good. But what? that's an example of something I do oh, on the reg. Switching. Um, one of the lads did that. He's really sore throat. He went into the pharmacy and he was like, oh, and he was couldn't really speak. So he was like, I, can I speak to a pharmacist, please? I've got it. I've got an infection. My vulva. <laughs> I've got a sore vulva. <laughs> and they were like, um, I don't know if you have one. And I think was, what's that thing in the back? It's like your Flavia or your... Uvula. Uvula. <laughs> and he was like, my vulva. My vulva is infected. <laughs> it's irritated. 
And she was like, you don't have one. And he was like, you, yes, no, I do. No, no, you don't have a vulva. <laughs> no, you don't. He was like, yes, I do. It would have to, you know, you can get I'm surgery. a human being with a vulva. <laughs> so That's stuff like that I do all the time. Also, in New York, in front of my boss, we were talking about <laughs> fridges or something. And you know the brand Smeg? Yeah. And I go, oh, you know the one, the Smegma ones? Do you know smegma is? Is it a secretion? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, smegma. I, I was talking about smegma. <laughs> Which, is smegma like discharge? It's, yeah, from a guy's willy. <laughs> and I said smegma and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I was talking about smegma and he was looking at me being like, what? And I remember later being like, I said smagma in front of Keith. I was talking about smagma. And it is a secretion. And not a good one. I was like, oh, the smagma ones are unreal. Oh, that is so funny. My, one of my massive ones, you know, the term um, ultimatum. Mm. Like, don't give me an ultimatum. Yeah, yeah. I, until like five years ago, thought it was old tomato. (laughs) But Americans were saying it in movies. So it was like old tomato. (laughs) Like, don't give me an ultimatum. Like, don't hand me a rotten, rotten fruit. Don't do that. Do not hand me an old tomato. <laughs> that does actually Or like, sound... I don't like old tomatoes. <laughs> and I thought it was old tomato for years and years and years. And anytime I tell book smart people, they're like, oh, you're so stupid. Oh, you big dumb dumb. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're so stupid. That is amazing. But I hear that now. Like, old tomato. tomato. Yeah. That is hilarious. Do you have anything like really smart, like life hacky that you do that you think is really valuable? I'm a, a lover of voice memos on WhatsApp. And the other way you can like, when you start recording, you flick it up to lock it. So many people don't know that. It, it, it didn't come in like the last year. Yeah, it's amazing. It was amazing. But when I'm, say if you've big long voice notes from someone, what I do is I type out my notes as if I'm replying to them. Then I, when the voice memo is finished, I flick the phone on airplane mode and I send the text. So I have my script of notes waiting for me. So you reply to everything properly. So then I hit record, jabber on for 17 to 25 minutes, whatever. <laughs> and then when you're finished, send the voice note, but delete the notes and then take your phone off airplane mode and poof. That's really also like, that's a very attentive friend thing to do. Well, that's what I am. I know, but that's very attentive because you know the way you've kind of forget and then you're like, oh, see, I I'll forgot just... what else you were saying. Yeah, <laughs> see, that would annoy me if I forgot bits like that. Yeah, fair. Mm. That's very fair. I think my main life hack intelligence is like the way I deal with customer service. Oh, I'm here for this. I've been known to be getting refunds now for bits. <laughs> to quote my sister Hannah, I love, <laughs> I love complaining with the Lions girls. <laughs> Did you say that? Yes. Rachel, I always Rachel, complain with the Lions girls. Rachel won't do it though. When I do it at, at it's somewhere, Rachel looks away. She can't bear the confrontation. But like as in I get refunds. Because a lot of people are too awkward to even mm. think about calling customers. Yeah, service. it would have to get to a certain point for me to complain. I, I like customer service, I think is my intelligence. What, we're, I brought a coat in that was like, it was two years old, but I got in it just before the pandemic. So like, mm. not that old. But it started um, like bowling and like it was really expensive. And I brought it in and they were like, you bought this two years ago. And I was like, mm-hmm. And he was like, you want a re- <laughs> refund for a coat you bought two years ago and have worn? And I was like, mm. And he was like, 
okay, why didn't you bring it in here before? And I was like, I was on to your customer service and they said that I couldn't send it back to them because of the pandemic. And he was like, but we were open. And I was like, your clothing store is, no, they weren't. And he was like, no, we were. And I was like, well, look, it's not my fault. And then I was just kept looking at him. <laughs> and then he just was like, okay, let me get a manager. Because yeah, I think it just becomes like a, a war of willpower than it actually does about the, what the issue is. I credit my friend Jordan with giving me the tools, I think. Mm. I think it's because she's very like that as well. And I've seen her do it a few times and I credit her with where I've gotten to today. Oh, my, I'd be nowhere if it wasn't for Jordan. I wouldn't be here without Jordan. Yeah. Without my customer service intelligence. Or just like even complaining in restaurants. Because we rode on a few coattails with you guys because remember we went we went out for dinner when I first moved over to London and in fairness the service was so bad oh shocking and they served half was the food and then the other half their drinks it was very peculiar and then every time we tried to ask for help they were like yeah yeah in any minute now <laughs> I was like but it's been 20 and then you took it upon yourself to complain I complained and I got this wonderful reply back being mm. like Sophie I'm appalled that you had this experience let me treat you girls. Please tell me when you'd like to come in. And mm. um, we'll give you a round of drinks for free and 50% off your meal. So I was like, girlies, we're going out. Yeah. Then we went up and he was like, oh, is Sophie here? Like they obviously knew my name. <laughs> absolute wench is coming in. They gave us like three rounds upstairs for free. And those drinks are expensive. The, because it's a rooftop. It's so yeah, expensive. Yeah. And then we went down to the dinner and then I said something being like, oh, by the way, we have a voucher. And she was like, I know all about it. Yeah. I'd say they were kind of terrified. But then we only ended up paying for the wine. Yeah. We didn't pay for one meal. No, no, no. I think it was like 30 quid when it should have been like 80 quid out. Uh, it should have been more. That yeah. place is so expensive. So expensive. But then I think Hannah, your sister, obviously. Oh yeah, it was inspired by. So we, we went, for... another time we went for brunch. I wasn't they... there. You weren't there. Oh yeah, so then Hannah what wore your hat, the complaining hat, and took the baton. So it was me, your sister, and Hannah, and we went. And they took, it was just after lockdown or when London was like reawakening. And they took the booking at half three, but then were like, the kitchen closed at four for food and drinks. So like, you know, by the time everyone gets there, you settle in. Weren't they packing up the tables as well? They were packing up tables all around us. As soon as we put anything down, they'd whip it off. It was like the staff just wanted to go home. And we were like, tell us to come at three. Don't tell us to come at half three. And then try to kick yeah, us out absolutely. at four. Like it, made, it was like, this isn't McDonald's. Okay, this isn't fast food. And it was just a very unwelcoming environment. And it wasn't nice on a Sunday. And then um, Hannah complained. But she was angrily complaining on wasn't open trip, table was a, yeah but she thought she was sending them a direct message but she actually wrote it on the restaurant's website page or like their open table page so then she gets this email from the manager being like oh my god we're so <laughs> sorry blah 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 and then hannah puts two and two together and realized she's publicly complained about them instead of sending like a private little email so she's like oh no and then they're like please come back in blah 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 we'd love to have you we're so sorry I've briefed the team. This won't happen again. We're really disappointed in our, our staff. And, you know, it's it, the issue has been raised. So we get invited back. And you came the second time. I did. And we were like, there's a fourth person coming. Is Like, we'll pay for her. Or, like, we'll figure it out. Or, like, I don't think we ordered much drinks. Because we were like, okay, we'll just take the brunch. Or we, we thought we'd only pay for the food. And yeah. blah, blah. They comped us the entire meal. Even with our add-on of you. And then we had a great time. Fast forward... That was in that, April or May. That was in April because I was about to move. So I remember it was April. There you go. And then I'm at All Points East at the back end of August. August. And I was talking to this girl with a friend joined the group. And she was like, yeah, I work at this restaurant. 
And I was like, oh my God, which branch? <laughs> and I was like, the one in London Bridge, or where were we? Uh, somewhere central. And she was like, oh, I worked there. I was like, we had a great time there. <laughs> Not the first time, but the second time. The first time we went, the service was so bad that my sister accidentally complained. And then so we went back and they comped us the whole meal. We did not expect that. And she was like, that was you? Wasn't she like, are you Hannah? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's my sister. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I was, I, she wasn't working that day. But she was like, I was at the meeting where they were brief. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I've just met this person. I don't want her to think I'm this like big complaining princess. Oh. But that, the way they treated us then, I'd go back there all the time. Yeah, because the food's unreal. Oh, it was it was vibe. Yeah, but it was the service was really bad that day. But look, we're supposed we're all coming out of lockdown. That's kind of street smart complaining. Yeah, I think you're a defo street smart. If there Do was you? one or the other. Really? I don't know what I am. Dumb, dumb smart. A mix of being smart. I think you're a hybrid of... I don't think I'm street smart though. I don't think I'm like quick on my feet. You're very common sensey. Was common sense not street smart? No, street smart I think is more like a wheeler dealer. Okay, got you. Got sort of, you. you know, like the inner workings of gangs—not not actually <laughs> gangs, but you know what I mean. You kind of know what's going on behind the scenes and yeah, yeah, how yeah. stuff works or whose hand you have to butter up. Do you know what I mean? Craft away. Common sense is like will serve you a lot longer. I think. Hopefully, you just don't get attention for it in school. No, there's a diligent award, but there's not a. Where was my award? Booksmart people have gotten a bit of a hard rap today. Oh, they needed it. <laughs> they just always got, they always just got like pats on the back. <laughs> Taken down a peg or two. For like 18 years, it was just pat, pat, pat. And then I was just there perishing without a pat. And then there's no one from that era, like my teachers will never see. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They'll never see that they were wrong. <laughs> right. They were. Anyway, we're getting very excited about our Christmas bash. We are, we are. There's definitely going to be some mulled wine involved. Mulled wine. Anyway, the little Christmas elves are drumming up a great <laughs> little Christmas bash for everyone. We are. Latrine might make an appearance, might she? I got asked who Latrine was again last night. Point blank, I'm like, who is Latrine? And I was like, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. I'm not. We'll get the auto tune on her. Or like, you know, the ones where they interview like drug dealers, we're like, Bye on the streets of Bob. <laughs> What's his name? Bane. Yeah, we'll do a Bane voice on him. Yeah. Um Or him. They. They. But once again, thank you so much for tuning in Shit. and being so lovely and sharing it with all your pals. Yeah, and if you want to troll me about Adele, bring it on. If you want to troll oh there's no is there anything to troll me about? Um, if you're the scammer that took my cash, I wanna to talk to you. Yeah. My lawyers want to. He's definitely you. a guy. I'd say he saw me lying on that chair and was like, <laughs> like that's my next target. Like I was asleep basically in a public pool. <laughs> I was. Fair. You were prime target, I think. Oh I was. I didn't know where anything was. Even when I was getting changed, I was like, I've definitely missed like lost a shoe or something. Yeah. <laughs> lost a leather pant. Yeah. Good day everyone. We'll talk to you next week. It's a weird accent. <laughs> Hurrah. Toodle pips. I'm gonna have to do a hung over one. Hang on. Go on. <laughs> That's all I can do. That's all I can do. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 